0: Boston Celtics get a blowout win. They needed this one, and Jason Tatum needed this shooting performance. He dropped 51, and I'm talking about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics. Who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O'B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird, to DJ. Keep John on replay, prime time, up the truth on the sideline. Raining J's how we started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show your first listen and part of your daily routine. I'm here for you Monday through Friday. Lockdown Celtics is free, available everywhere podcasts exist and on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, you see that I'm here at Capital One Arena and on this floor behind me as I get out of the way and the camera focuses on that floor. Boston Celtics get that 116.87 win, a blowout win over the Washington Wizards that they absolutely needed. Jason Tatum dropped 51 points uh, on 64.3% shooting, as I check my notes, 9 of 14 from 3. 9 of 14 from 3 is just so massively important. Six free throws, a great all-around game. 51 points, but 10 rebounds and 7 assists. Tatum did a little bit of everything in this game. And let's just start right there. Let's start with the biggest story of this game. I'll talk about Marcus Smart later on. And then, you know, maybe I'll touch on that Portland Trailblazers game just a little bit, but I'll, I'll work it into some of the more positive stuff from this game. What we saw in this, in this was a, a team, the Celtics team that was whole, a Washington team that was not good at all. I mean, they did not look good at all. Uh, A far cry from the type of basketball we saw out of the Wizards in the last couple of games. They they beat the Celtics. They beat the Celtics here in double overtime, and they're on a downswing, experiencing some of the same things that the Celtics had been experiencing. But the Celtics needed to come in here. This is exactly what the Celtics should be doing. This is exactly how it's supposed to look for the Celtics. Tatum and Brown. Brown, to a lesser extent, he had 18 points, 10 rebounds one assist. Um, he was okay. Uh, four of nine from three, which was great. The rest of his game was kind of off. But what the Celtics need is for Tatum and for Brown to carry them while they figure out the rest. And part of what is has been bugging them this season, part of the, the problems for this season has been they haven't had these consistent lineups. So in this game, we saw the team trying to get Tatum Going the very first play, Marcus Smart setting a screen. The very first shot, I should say, uh, for for Jason Tatum was Marcus Smart setting a screen for Tatum to. Fl- it was a flare screen for him to come out. Uh, he got a pass from Robert Williams, and for him to get a, a nice open look, stepping into it in rhythm. When that shot went down, he had he was holding the follow through, and then as he turned around, he just kind of like waved and. Threw his hand in the air. Like he was very obviously uh upset with how things have gone for him. And and he was very much uh aware of how much he had been struggling shooting. He'd missed 23 pointers in a row. But here's the most important part of what I think uh happened with with Tatum. He comes up, he hits that three, and he doesn't follow up with, I'm going to start shooting from three and being like, let's let's see. Let's test the limits of my powers here. The next two, he attacks and drives and gets to the rim, which is very important because how many times have I said recently, the mindset has to be attack, attack, attack. It's fine to take those three pointers in rhythm. They're setting a screen for you. The play is designed for you to take that three pointer, take it with confidence, step into it, shoot it. You're a good shooter. That's fine. That stuff is all fine. But when you get the ball in the flow of the offense and you have to make a read, those reads where the, the path to the rim is there, when you can drive and maybe get an easier bucket or a bucket and, a, and one or just free throws, you have to take those. And so it was really good to see Tatum uh, attacking and, and getting to the rim as well. He probably could have gone to the line more than the six times that he did, but he did go to the line six times and make all six. So the Celtics came out and were very making a very concerted effort to get Tatum going. And then once he started flowing, then forget it. Then he starts taking those three pointers that superstars take and and make. And there's just like that's a point where it's like you, there's nothing you can say about it. There's just nothing you can you know whatever whatever it was whatever whatever time was on the clock when you're rolling when Tatum's in a zone. That's when you just like back away and you say, "All right, you know what." You you do what you got to do. You're in that zone. You shoot. You want to shoot from like the hash mark. All right. If you're feeling it, you're feeling it, right? Uh, so Tatum comes out and he he gets going. In the second quarter, there's a low, and Washington cuts it down to two. I think they might have even tied the game at one point. Tatum comes back in, and they go on another run. Here, it was a very important. I think. When I wrote it on Boston Sports Journal, I haven't introduced myself, I don't think. I'm John Corrales. I cover the team for Boston Sports Journal. If you're just checking the show out, if this is the first time, I cover the the, the team for the Boston Sports Journal. I've also written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. I was a voter on the Boston Celtics uh, 75th anniversary team, which is slowly being released. Uh, So uh, that's who I am. I wrote on Boston Sports Journal that one of the things, uh, the, the turning point was... A challenge, two twenty-one on the clock in the second quarter. There's a, a foul, and I think it's on Robert Williams, and it's an and-one situation. And they challenge it, and I was like, "Huh, okay." It's an interesting time for them to challenge. And we were talking about it, you know, amongst the reporters. We're like, "Maybe, maybe he thinks he can make a run." It was an interesting time to 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 make that that challenge. They were up by seven, and you say, "All right." Maybe it's borderline, but he said we felt like it was a clear clear offensive foul, and it it didn't take long. It was an offensive foul. They took the points off the board. The Celtics got it. They designed a three-pointer for Tatum, which he hit, and the Celtics go on an 8-0 run to close the half. Now, all of a sudden, instead of seven-point lead cut down to five, maybe cut down to four, that's a seven-point lead that gets pushed out to 15, and now you're feeling better about yourself. Going into the half, that, that halftime 60 to 45 score was, you, you felt better about that. The Celtics offense puts up 60 points. That's great. The defense holds Washington to, you know, less than 50, 45 points. Then that's great for them as well. In the third quarter, and I'll get more into this next because Marcus Smart factored in very heavily uh, in the in the end of the the third quarter that that run where the Celtics really started to push push uh, and that lead out to 20 plus points but to build your lead up to 15 and then take it in the third quarter, it, it kind of slipped a little bit down to 11 and then but then turn around and push push it back up into 20 that that right there is a, a spot where the Celtics have not done well recently they would close quarters poorly, and the third quarter has been a problem. And let's take a break because I think the third quarter is where we pick up the Marcus Smart story. Marcus Smart returned in this game. I thought he was great, especially uh, in this game as the point guard. And in that third quarter, I'll talk about that next. First, I got to talk to you about Truebill. Truebill has over 2 million users, and it's helped them save over $100 million because it's helped people cancel subscriptions that they don't want. Whether it's one of the dozen or so subscriptions to sc- streaming services that you forgot you subscribed to, or one of those free trials that renew without your consent, Truebill can keep everything organized in one place. It's a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for these subscriptions that you don't want or that you don't need, or the ones you simply forgot about. Individually, people save about 720 bucks a year with Truebill. Companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it simple. You put everything in there. You scroll through. You go, no, I don't want that anymore. I don't want that anymore. And they take care of it. That's I love that because I don't want to have to go and do things. I just want to open up my phone and be like, no, no, no. Truebill bill take care of it. And if you get the Truebill concierge, they will cancel unwanted subscriptions. So you don't have to. We had a user, Matthew B, who said, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my Direct TV bill, $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill, and $840 a year on my car insurance. So that's a real good example of what it can do. Don't fall for subscription scans. start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash NBA. This show also brought to you by Built Bar. New Year means New Year's resolutions, and I know how it goes because I'm one of those people, too. You have, or I have for sure, put on a couple extra pounds. Holidays, it's cold. You're less inclined to go to the gym. Maybe COVID has scared you away from going to the gym. I understand that for sure. So you want to eat better. Eating better can be facilitated with Built Bar because we all want to have a snack, late-night snack, Friday night snack, Saturday night snack, you feel like maybe you've earned a little something sweet over the course of the week, so you grab a candy bar. Well, a candy bar is gonna be like 240 or 250 calories with 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. A built Bar, which is also covered in 100% chocolate, is 130 calories with four grams of sugar and four net carbs and also 17 grams of protein, which is what you want, right? So put the built Bars in the snack drawer and throw those candy bars are out. Or give them to the kids, the neighbors. Do like a second Halloween or something, just give them away. Put the built Bars in their place. If you're going to the gym, grab a built Bar, put it in your gym bag, it's great after a workout. If you want to use one as a meal replacement, it works that way too. Go to built.com. check out all the, the flavors that they have. They've got a ton of flavors. If you've got a nut allergy, they've got plenty of options for you. If you're on a keto diet, plenty of, these all work. So, built.com, promo code LOCKED15 is going to get you 15% off every single time, so you're not limited to that first order or whatever. Go check it out, sample, use it every single time. The promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On Now your second listen every day? You get recaps just like after this game. You'll get a recap from me, minute and a half or so, and from Locked On Wizards, about a minute and a half or so, so you get both sides of the story. It's on Locked On Now. It's a great little show to get you caught up on the NBA. It's everywhere podcasts exists, and it's on the Locked On NBA YouTube feed. So... Third quarter is where we pick up the Marcus Smart story because Marcus Smart is, well, first of all, he returned. Uh, He was out with COVID, out with a thigh injury. We forget about the thigh injury. That was probably the bigger thing that was holding him out. So Smart comes in. He has 11 points, six assists, uh, just behind Tatum. He has four steals. He did have four turnovers, um, shot four of nine, two of six from three. And one of two from the line. So statistically, you know, a decent game, but plus 36. So he was there for a lot of the good stuff. And the good stuff really came in the course of the third quarter where when the Wizards had cut it down to 11, here comes Marcus Smart assist to Jason Tatum assist to Jason Tatum for a dunk assist to Jalen Brown, then an assist, what would have been an assist. And it'll probably go down as they count free throw assists a kick out, a drive and kick to Jalen Brown for a three that he missed, but he got fouled, so three free throws. And then two passes over to Al Horford, who smoked a couple of bunnies. And if Al Horford had made a couple of those shots, and if that three-pointer from Jalen Brown goes down, that would be a six assist in a few minutes uh, for, for Marcus Smart. Huge impact there as the point guard. And may said it afterwards, he settles us down a bit. Uh, Jason Tatum, I asked him what... the one of the things that I think that is holding that had been holding Tatum back is he's he's been asked to play such a different role this year, facilitating, learning how to make new reads, learning how to draw to and give it up, and not kind of give in to certain scoring instincts that he's built up over the course of his entire life. So I think that makes him a little uncomfortable as as a a shooter. You know, when you're trying to do so much different in your life in your, in your on the floor than what you've done over the course of your life, that I think that has an impact on your shooting. I think that's part of why his shooting has, has kind of dropped a bit, but when Marcus smart comes in and is running the point and they're running plays for you, he said, yeah, that makes it a lot easier because Now you have a point guard, and of course, Tatum is still going to be asked to make plays for for his teammates, but now you have a guy that's focused on, let me get you the ball. Smart said before the game, he pulled everybody aside, and he said, look, I love you guys. I'm invested in your success. I want you guys to do well. So let me basically, I, I, I want to help you and put you in these situations. And he said it to Tatum and to Brown specifically as well. Like I'm, I'm invested in you guys. So let me, let me help you. And that is that, that, that's a, I think a little bit of a relief for Jason Tatum. Now the long-term impact here, it, if you're looking for positives in, in the negatives, like Tatum has struggled a lot, uh, but also he's learning to do those things. He's learning to make those reads. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he throws the wrong pass. But a lot of times he does make the right play and then the next guy screws it up or they just miss the shot and you kind of forget about it. It just gets jumbled into all of the missed shots. So now this stretch of Tatum having learned all that stuff, now you put Smart back into the mix as your starting point guard. And his ability, like, Tatum says he has a knack for setting guys up for making the right reads and making the right plays. So you have this guy who has that knack for that and who's geared towards that. He's already got his contract. He he's, he's been paid. He wants to go out there and be the point guard and be the facilitator. Now you've got him working to set Tatum up. Tatum can now take the knowledge that he's learned from trying to create these situations for other, other players. And he can say, all right, I got this pass from like in the first, his first three, like I said, was actually it was a pass from Robert Williams, but smart set the pick. I get a pass from somebody that allows me to step into a shot and shoot comfortably in rhythm. Great. I get a pass from somebody and there's a guy coming at me and it's going to be somewhat contested. I can boom, head and shoulder fake and have that guy fly by me. And now I can go and now I can make some of these reads. I think when you plug some of that stuff into what smart can do with a full team, with a full roster, I think we're starting to, you know, we, we can see somewhat how that, that can work if smarts facilitating and you're the point guard, you're the guy in this game. There was only one stretch that I remember at the end of the second quarter where Ime overlapped smart and Dennis Schroeder. So you're going with one or the other for the most part. And that's a trend that's been happening here. So it looks like if this full health keeps, if it stays, which is no guarantee, if they stay this healthy, then smart as the point guard facilitating Schroeder coming in as the backup and some minimal overlap, but not a whole lot think that sets the these guys up for a little bit more um preparedness for uh we know that we got somebody out there looking for us and and Schroeder one of the downfalls of Schroeder who is really good at a few things like really good at getting to the rim you need somebody he's better at Marcus Smart at getting by people at the point of attack you need that and he can drive and kick but also A lot of times he's driving with the intent to score, which can be fine, except you're taking shots away from Tatum and Brown. And that's been one of my complaints all season long, that when you take those shots away from Tatum and Brown, that makes them more likely to force those shots. And with Smart in his role as the point guard, he's the guy that he's more facilitating and more focused on. Okay, these guys need to get these shots. And when they're satiated early, then they're more likely to make the right play later because they've been getting their shots and they know they're gonna get their shots. This is a little mental thing that happens on the floor. When they know they're gonna get their shots, when they know the guy on the floor is looking for them. And when he shoots, it's because he's he's you know in a spot where it's a kick out or whatever. Yeah, smart, we know smart's gonna shoot and maybe once in a while he's gonna to shoot too much. But most of the time he's gonna be looking for his teammates. And in this game, he only took nine shots, which is kind of where you want him to be. Less than 10 shots per game for your starting point guard. That's that's pretty good. So uh, Tatum took 28 because he was on a heater and Jalen took 18. So that's that's kind of where you want it to be. I think this is now again, it's the Wizards. So I don't want to go too nuts here saying like, oh, everything's fixed. Nothing's fixed. Nothing's fixed, but at least I could see on the floor with this game, the things that you want to see get Tatum and Brown going early Tatum, especially in this game, have the point guard be in, in facilitation mode, have the, have um, the guys off the bench playing the specific roles uh, and, and having a set rotation. And when the other team is making their run, like Washington did in the third quarter, starting to chip away, you do something that gets a stop and a score, and you're setup moving forward so I, I think I think the formula is there now is the execution going to be there? I'll wrap up the show, talk a little bit about that that Blazers game, and hopefully why we won't see it anymore coming up next. First, let's talk about bet online. Which we would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march into the playoffs and beyond. NFL playoffs, wild NFL playoffs. In fact, the end of that Bucks game, it was so funny that we're sitting there in the media interview room, and uh, we can hear in the locker room when the Buccaneers scored their their game tying touchdown. The whole Celtics team, oh! And so we knew we were waiting for Marcus. Like, we knew they were, they were going to wait till something happened, and then the Rams came back. And as soon as that play was completed, and they could they could kick that field goal, like the field goal goes through, in comes Marcus Smart, and we start. We actually for the first like thirty seconds, we're talking about the football game. So, uh, Bet Online is the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action. Somebody went from losing money to winning money. On that play, it's a new year, and they've got an updated desktop and mobile site. Sign up today, get a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On to get started. Whatever your favorite sport is, even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. And thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Why not make Locked On NBA your second listen? I host on Wednesdays. It's a great rotating cast, giving you uh, in-depth analysis of all the big doings in the NBA. So Jake Madison and I, uh, Jake does Locked On Pelicans. Jake and I uh, have a really fun Wednesday show. So check out Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, let's wrap up the show here. Celtics. Uh, and Trailblazers on Friday was really just disgusting, um, and I think what we saw in this game here in Washington, as opposed to that late collapse in uh, in Boston against the the um, Trailblazers, I think part of what Marcus Smart does is I think he organizes the defense. They If Marcus Smart was in the game against Portland, that three-pointer that Anthony Simons hit wouldn't have happened because he wouldn't have had. He would have understood that Yusuf Nurkic posting up Al Horford one on one is a play that you you're willing to live with. But Simons, who had hit a bunch of three pointers early, for some reason, Romeo he made a mistake and he went and doubled. And Nurkic kicked it over to Simons and he hit a three-pointer. And there was a late contest that it it shouldn't have gotten to that. But these are the things that propel these losing streaks. These are the things that propel these big scoring droughts. Because when you're disciplined defensively, you can get the stops. You can get out into transition. And you can get these plays where... You have the cross matches you have. And if you don't know what cross match is when, you know, if I'm covering Jalen Brown, let's say, but because it's a fast break and I'm at the top of the key and somebody just set a pick on me, we're running down the court. And now all of a sudden I've got Robert Williams. That's a cross match, right? So that's, that's, I've matched up, but it's not the guy I'm supposed to be covering. When you get those situations in transition, those are opportunities to take advantage of the cross match and say, all right, we've got this. I know I can lob to, to Rob because he's got a guard on him and, or, or, or vice versa. You know that you can give it to uh, Jalen Brown on the wing because a, a big has now checked him and Jalen can just like catch it, boom, boom, dribble move, and off you go. That's, that's how you score when you are constantly giving up baskets, the other team not only gains confidence, it gets back. It sits in its defense. They play a zone. They try to get the Celtics out of what works. They know the Celtics don't have shooters. That kind of stuff allow It's, it's allowed by the lack of defensive stops, right? Like you can't, If if the Celtics force a miss and get out in transition, they can't set up in a zone. They've just got to go figure out who they have. They got to get back first. The first thing is get back, protect the rim, and then you can figure out, like, let's organize ourselves into a zone. But if you make a shot and the Celtics are slow walking it up, which they always are, that allows Nurkic to kind of, like, lumber back, get into his spot, say, okay, I'm here, you guys here, we're ready, okay, let's go. And here come the Celtics walking it up. Smart, I think, allows for better defensive effort, better defensive knowledge. And if there's one thing that I think everybody can at least agree on, even if you don't like Smart, he does try to push the ball. Like, Just spend the next game watching Marcus Smart inbound the ball or watch Marcus Smart bring the ball up and how many times he's, he's pushing it, how much he's doing more than a light jog, right? And how, how few times he's walking the ball up the floor. I think that's the important thing. The Celtics' biggest problem in these blowout or, or these collapses, I should say, is that they have these prolonged four, five, six in that game, seven plus minutes, scoreless, no field goal, nothing type of games. Those, those scoreless runs, those, those six minutes of, I can't, I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't even describe it, how gross it is of guys forcing things, having the full complement and having guys in the roles that they're supposed to be in helps a lot and i just feel like if this team's going to be fully healthy and it feels like the the recent stretch the way they've been talking to each other the way they were talking to us afterwards if these guys really are kind of using this adversity to coalesce to come together maybe maybe they can figure out a way to at least not have those big lulls, right? The five, six, seven minutes of not making a basket. I'm not saying it's never going to happen again. And I'm not saying they are even going to win those games. They might still have those collapses. I'm not saying anything's fixed. What I'm saying is a fully healthy team, with, and, and I believe in Marcus Smart being a, a, a hugely positive force to fix some of those things that cascade, Is I think he's, he's a a big part of this Marcus smart. Doesn't fix all of the things that they do wrong. What I contend is Marcus smart helps prevent the cascading effect. And I think if what we saw at least, at least against these bad teams, right? Against the good teams, it's a different story. And I will give you that against the good teams they're better. The better teams, the Celtics should be better than this, the better than 500, but they're not a, a 65% win percentage team. That's not who they are. So I feel like we're still, we're still a ways away. Like, not, I don't want to make it sound like all I'm saying, oh, Marcus Smart's back and everything's great. No, what I'm saying is that I think Marcus Smart can help fix the preventable mistakes. And then the talent disparity has to go through. Brad Stevens and, and that stuff. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Celtics play again on Tuesday and then they hit the road again. I will be here for that. So make sure you are subscribed. If you're a new listener, thank you. Really appreciate that. If you gotten to this point, maybe you want to subscribe, watch a show on YouTube. I uh, really do appreciate you uh, checking the show out on YouTube. Uh, I do love doing these shows from these arenas. I'm happy to do this on the road, which comes more frequently than it has in the past. So thank you everybody for subscribing, for listening, for watching. And of course, those of you who do so, please share the podcast. Share it, spread the word, tell, tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.